That is brought to you by Dog Walkers Cannabis Pre-Rolls. Um, <laughs> this 90s nostalgia country song is brought to you by <laughs> Mini Joints. <laughs> Good for the soul. Good for the chicken soup. Good for the heart. No. Yes. I'm already crying. I'm not starting yet. I scared myself. I'm you scared me a lot today. I'm when we were sorry. watching the movie, you were like, "Ha!" Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I like, got scared. I get I get worried. I get worried. And now, and now, and now. tonight's presentation. imagine no like, I, didn't, I didn't think we'd get we were we were both kind of busy women yeah so like i i had a fear that we would do this for like a season and then move on with yeah and then like do something else but we have i mean guys we fucking love doing this yep. so much i didn't know how much i would get into it until we started doing it and now it's like a highlight dude of <laughs> it's a part of our life it's yeah. it's like a little piece of a, a a little piece of us that got big yeah, so um, we're so excited. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a lit season, you guys. It's the holidays, okay? Holidays. Whatever holidays you choose to go about doing, you we- know, it, it doesn't matter to us. We're, we're here to make this time of the year a little less stressful. Yeah, because you know? this, this time of year is usually super busy for everybody, and, like, and we're sure feeling that. Like, yep. we are so fucking busy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we try to... Every week we're gonna give you a little, little something to like, just a little taste of the glory, a little, little just <laughs> little thing to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we are starting season three with a fucking doozy. We're just breaking in the fucking doors. <laughs> a season three. fucking doozy. Fucking doozy. doozy. You know what I'm fucking saying? <laughs> uh, it. We're covering probably, probably the most famous movie we'll cover on this podcast. Yep. Like this is. A movie that literally defined a genre. And um, that movie is Texas Chainsaw, of course. Mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. OG. OG. There have been a lot of installments of this movie. And pretty much uh, there's not any that come close to the first one. Not even close. Like, the second one is is vastly different from the first one. It's more funny. Um, There are a couple... like. There are, you know, Texas Chainsaw and and The Next Generation is just a fucking, I don't even know what that is, (laughs) 
Uh, but Renee Zellweger's in it, so that's cool. And Matthew Is she McConaughey. really? Yeah, and oh. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, too. no, that's the one I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, all right, all right. Yeah, so, like, there were, I think, four movies made between 74 and 94, and then they came back in 2003 with the Jessica Biel version. Ugh. And that one's okay, mm. I'm just but... not a fan of Jessica Biel. And I'm not a, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of, like, really any of the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, guys. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much a fan of the original, and that's it. I, I had seen, this is Chelsea, um, I, (laughs) oh yeah, holy shit, guys, (laughs) welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks, I'm Sheridan, and I'm Chelsea, holy shit, guys, (laughs) if you're new, we're stoners, yeah, so, we sometimes forget, yeah, we are, uh, what are we, we're, Two joints and a bowl in already. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, forgive us. Uh, your two favorite stoners are back, and we're here to talk about Texas Chainsaw, so yes, Chelsea please. Sheridan. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Um, that was that was necessary. Necessary. <laughs> that was necessary, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the first time I had seen this movie, I was young. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you haven't listened to this show... Um, if I watch movies when I'm young, I don't remember them as an adult. So again, this is like watching it for the first time. Um, and it scared the fuck out of me. Now, let me, let me bring it in a little bit. Okay. Uh, we are in my bedroom, which is pretty spacious. I took our big, my big flat screen TV and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm single. I'm putting this in my bedroom. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I got, I got a TV and a bigger TV in my room right now. Hell yeah. And that's where Sheridan and I watched the movie in the pitch darkness. Yep. With it right in our face. And it was really wonderful to watch, actually. Like, such a big screen and it being so close. Like, it was it was pretty intimate. Um, and much like The Exorcist, it's, it again, that. not an easy movie to watch. No. This is a scary-ass movie, you guys. I was highly um, spooked. It is... For, I think people remember it as a gory movie, and it's really not. Um, what, it's like, it's just the, the depravity, the, the just grossness of this movie. It's like there's a sludge on this movie. I feel like I have to shower after watching it. Yeah. It's just like, just a bunch of gross stuff. And it's shot again like the all those early, those slashers from the early 70s they all look like documentary style. Mm-hmm. They're kind of you know cuz steady cam steady cam wasn't a thing yet. Mm-mm. So it was very it it looked very raw and like um so those movies are super effective at scaring me cuz that feels all the more like real. This this movie gave me a real real Hills Have Eyes vibe. Yeah, for sure. And that was like that's another early 70s like slasher. Mhm. Um, just as a preface, like, I, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, again, arguably the most famous movie that we'll cover on this podcast. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot you could talk about. Right. Um, I don't know what you guys were hoping to hear on this podcast as far as, like, interpretations go and stuff, but we are gonna, we're not gonna dive too much into the academic stuff because, to be honest with you... I did not have time to do all the necessary research Research I wanted to do. I'll touch on it a little bit um, of what I know. But if you want to get into, like, if you want to hear an academic take on this movie, which is really interesting, uh, there's a YouTube channel slash podcast called Dead Meat. And they did, like, a two-hour episode on this movie and about 
film historians take on it and like all these academics uh takes on this movie and oh. what they think it represents and stuff and like it's super interesting i don't have time to get into it all today but i encourage you to listen to that episode the texas chainsaw massacre episode on dead meat podcast it's awesome but i'll touch on a little bit of of these interpretations as we go like throughout the movie <clears throat> anyway so yeah it's a big movie it's a lot um it is in my opinion toby hooper's best movie obviously um he also directed poltergeist um crazy under the what kind of under the direction of steven spielberg though mm-hmm. like he had a, a big hand in it too but um oh r.i.p by the way toby hooper rest in peace um and it was written and produced by him and he this w- really was like his baby i think he directed texas or wait i don't know if he directed any other chainsaw movies actually guys sorry i didn't look that up um i don't think he did i think he just did this one but anyway uh he and his small group of filmmakers went out and just fucking went out in the middle of texas and filmed this thing and apparently it was horrific to shoot and we'll get there we'll get to that like famous dinner scene um but yeah this was an undertaking and when it came out i think it was like a smash hit when it came out like it has been an an inspiration to filmmakers since then um and it still is it fucking holds up dude it's incredible and you have one of the most iconic villains in history leatherface who is so scary like this guy okay he he's scary okay i i saw this movie i don't watch this movie too often because again like it's hard to watch it's It's very scary and it's very disturbing and i always forget how strong and how fast leatherface is in this one he's a giant he thinking about running from this guy like scares the actual shit out of me yeah and like my dude my brother my brother was very uh when he was younger brendan um when he was little he was so into horror yeah and my parents were just like you know what fuck it just let him watch let him watch whatever he wants yeah and so he chose that genre and i remember him i remember coming home my dad's like look at his costume head to toe dressed just like leatherface oh my god i was like who are you leatherface <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh I didn't see for those of you who don't know, horror is a very new thing in my life. Uh I only I only discovered it within the past like 10 years, I would say. Um growing up, I hated horror movies. So I didn't watch this movie until I was an adult after film school, and it these movies like changed my world. Mm-hmm. These horror movies that I'd avoided because I was too scared to watch them, like they opened my mind to what filmmaking could be and like pushing the limits you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I was a very safe person when it came to movies I watched I I didn't delve deep into like B movies or anything like that until film school and I've discovered like I was like why have I been avoiding all these movies for this long they're so great so so yeah I watched it as an adult and um I'm glad I didn't see it when I was younger because holy crap (laughs) it is very scary uh but before we get into, like, the movie, how was your break? How was your break? Dude, Dude. it almost didn't even feel like a break. (laughs) I was so busy, Mm -hmm. but I like being busy. Right. I really, really enjoy being busy. Same. 
so it's been a good it's been good dude um i'm busy at work but i'm making a lot of money which is really great because like i had a lot of stuff happen over the summer that like really was not great so i was like in dire straits financially so now i'm starting to like get back up on my feet from that and like you know i feel like i finally have my feet under me for the first time in like months nice. so it feels really good sorry oh. if that was oversharing no uh, i feel like i always overshare um you're just like my week is good <laughs> yeah it's like it's been it's been pretty good you sound very happy and that makes I... me happy <laughs> I'm very, yeah, I'm very excited to, I was really excited to start season three, though. Like, the, our Same. whole break, I was like, I don't want to take a break, you know? <laughs> I was, but I know we needed it. Yeah. It was, it was good. Um, but, like, being able to come back was, is nice, too. Yeah, dude. And the way we got to ring it in is pretty tight, too. Dude, we are, I mean, I didn't really think about it, uh, but on the way over here, I was like, man, we are really, like, just diving into season three yeah, with, like, dude. one of the most famous horror movies of all time. <laughs> no, it makes me happy. It brings How's me your, joy. How was your break? Um, my break was great, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I've done, I've gone out to some places and shows, and I've been really involved in, you know, supporting my friends through their comedy. We experience. went to we went to a comedy show we, together. We did. We did. It dude. was so fun. I got my ass roasted. If you if you follow us on Instagram, then you already know that <laughs> Chelsea got roasted, and she <laughs> took it like a champ. You guys. <laughs> I I wanted to share some of them. Just so you guys could understand what I had to go through. So <laughs> if you don't know what I look like, my hair's dyed like half of it's brown, black. Yeah. The other half is blonde. And uh, I, I do. I do kind of look a little emo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, you know, what? I love it. I love how I look right now. So, yeah. so <laughs> a couple of the roasts were uh, Chelsea looks like she slits her wrists be, uh, or she slit her wrists when she found out that My Chemical Romance tickets sold out in 10 minutes. <laughs> Or, uh, oh, what was it? Um, you look like the nightmare before, during, during, and after Christmas. <laughs> Courtesy of Dustin Cage. What, what? <laughs> Dude, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that one hurt a little bit. Um, well, Chelsea looked like she got gangbanged by the entire first gen Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I've never been to a roast before. It was so, so fun. But I got them back. It yeah, was, you uh, did. You did. It was Courtney Wallstrom. We had Dustin Cade and uh, Missy Elliott. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Missy McComb. Uh, yeah, and aka Slump Goddess. Please follow her if you're looking to, uh, you know, throw some shows and shit. She's, yeah. She's one of the best uh, show promoters out here. Um, what? Um, so yeah that was super fun yeah we had such a good time um we had really good food good drinks we had wine you know we went shopping before it was tight it was just a great night that's that's awesome yeah yeah and i got we had to spend it together i know we got man it was it was a regular date yeah dude it was so fun and i had another date and that, and that went really well. Yeah. That was cool. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> oh, and um, and I did get uh, I did get the new Call of Duty. And I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I am highly impressed. It's oh. beautiful. Yeah. The, the mechanic, I haven't seen it. I don't really play video games. So. There's a lot of camping, which isn't too good. Um, and I, I feel like with any good game, they're going to try and make adjustments. So maybe there'll yeah. be an update where... It'll be more open map or something like that because there there is a lot of uh, a lot of shitty camping spots. But 
I love it. It's a lot of fun. And um, work's going good. And I'm about to make this move to the new building next week. Woohoo! Or in the week after, whatever. <laughs> yeah, good things coming, dude. Um, yeah. Are you excited for the holidays? Um, you know, I'm going through a, I'm going through a divorce, so um, I know. Spoiler alert! I haven't really talked about it. Yeah. Just because it's it's personal. Yeah, and, for sure, for sure. You know, but um, but I am kind of being more vocal about it now, uh, and so I'm excited to be with my family. Yeah. But it also just kind of. It's not that I don't feel happy about them like I used to, but right now it's kind of just like, I'm kind of forgetting that they're there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've just been so busy doing stuff that yeah. I, I think about the holidays and I'm like, eh, you know, next year will be even even more wonderful, so. Well, I'm excited for, I think we have like a Friendsgiving planned. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or we're trying to. Yeah, we're trying to put something together, um, but that's going to be a lot of fun if it happens i guess i should segue into why i chose this movie for our for one of our thanksgiving episodes um so we chelsea and i wanted to do less of like on the head like on the nose references to thanksgiving and more like what are the values of thanksgiving (laughs) and this for this i was like okay well when i think when I'm in my horror mind when I'm thinking family I think of the Sawyer family I think of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family so I thought it would be cool to kind of base our episode on spending time with our favorite horror family and seeing what they have to serve up which is spoiler alert humans (laughs) humans yeah so that was kind of my reasoning behind it I don't know maybe you think it's dumb but whatever I I think it's genius I think it was Plus, I just wanted to cover it, (laughs) just because. Um, So, should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. Again, I encourage you, if if you want to, like, look more into this movie, highly suggest Dead Meat Podcast, their episode on it. Super great. Mm -hmm. For now, we're just going to go through the movie and talk about some fun facts and uh, just have have a little fun. So, uh, we have a running time of 83 minutes. Super tight, super great. That's just how long I want my horror movie to be. That's why it's that's one of the reasons why it's perfect. Nice and easy and um, sleazy. The so we open. Uh, okay, so much like season three of Flick Chicks, this movie opens up with a fucking bang too. <laughs> uh, we get a short um, Star Wars crawl. <laughs> Of a guy describing the events that happened on August 18th of 1973, where a group of youths get chopped up by this, like, cannibal family. So, yay! Super fun. And then we get a a Texas Chainsaw Massacre title card, the credits, and then, boom, dead corpse face right in your face. This weird, molded... It's like two corpse bodies intertwined. Yeah, so there's a... You hear over a radio that there's been a series of grave robberies in this town of Newt, Texas. And you are seeing two desecrated corpses strung up very ritualistically on, like, another grave. And the radio goes on to say that, like, you know... They only removed parts of them and, you know, they're kind of going into detail about what they did with them and it's really, really gross. And then we meet 
we meet our first ever final girl, Sally. First ever ever final girl. Respect. Uh, we meet her, her brother, Franklin, and uh, three of, I think, th- yeah, three of her friends. And they're on their way to Newt because Sally's grandpa is buried in that graveyard that got robbed. So she wants to make sure that, like, her grandpa's remains are still okay. And I I don't know if she confirms that he is okay. I don't think that's ever mm-hmm. resolved. Because they, they, get, they get to the graveyard and she asks around. And there are these kind of creepy locals giving her, like, n- not answers. And... But I think eventually she finds the grave and I think she sees that it's okay. Right. But uh, that's where we meet the, the doomsayer, the drunk that's like rolling around the floor and saying, I see things and, <laughs> you know, no one believes the old man. I've seen crazy things or whatever. Um, so I think grandpa, <laughs> grandpa body is fine. And I, and I guess they decide like, I, okay, guys, I can't remember, uh, but... Somehow they decide to, like, stop by Sally's old family home. This, like, decrepit old house. Uh, but first, they go to they go to a gas station, try to get some gas, and the owner's like, we ain't got no gas. They're like, fuck! I think that's why they go to the house, because yeah. they they're, like, running out of gas and, like, don't really know what to do. They're kind of looking for fuel or looking for something. Yeah, so they leave the they leave the gas station without their gas and uh they oh shit guys we totally skipped the hitchhiker (laughs) i think we totally uh and the fact that wheelchair boy was pissing in a can in the beginning of the movie yeah that was fucking fell down yeah that was hard my thing was like you're pissing in a can dude like if you fall forward like that, your dick's about to get slit. Yeah. And he doesn't. He comes out pretty okay. And he did. But, and then like, like. Oh, no, he's falling. Ah. That was such a weird scene. <laughs> like he's. He. They. The first. Yeah. That, the first time you meet them, they stop the van so that Franklin can pee. And he pees into a can. Well, I get it. Because he oh. can't get up out of his chair. You know, like. <laughs> so like. Now. So he's peeing in a can. But then like. He falls down a hill. He like. <laughs> Hard onto his face, like forward and flipping. And then the next shot is just them driving. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so random and weird. Um they pass a slaughterhouse and Franklin loves it. S- yeah, starts to like describe in detail how these cows are killed. And, and he's so into it and doesn't understand. So into it. It's like he doesn't he has a maybe he has a brain issue with understanding He's, like, on the spectrum, maybe, or something. He, like, doesn't understand, like... I don't know. He doesn't understand social cues, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that, that. Everyone's, like, stop talking about this. And he's, like, he just goes on talking about how they, you know, clobber the cow's heads. Yeah, with a club. With, yeah. Oh, man. It's really... Bleh. Makes him really happy. They, uh... After they pass the slaughterhouse, they pick up a hitchhiker who says that he works there. Did you just knock your phone? <laughs> just... Flipped it right off the fucking table. Like, wow. Swiped it off. Wow. Uh, They pick up a hitchhiker who says that he works at the slaughterhouse along with, like, his family. And so Franklin has a buddy to talk about uh, the slaughterhouse with. So they... And then they both start getting into it. They're they're both like, you know, which way is better to kill them? The air gun or the, you know, club club or whatever? Dude, 
Let me let me just pick your brain for one second. The hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. Does he not look like the lead um, male actor in Jeepers Creepers? I don't remember that movie at all, so I I don't uh, know. Um, uh, 30, 30 miles, uh, thirty thirty miles, thirty rock, <laughs> thirty rocks from the sun, thirty rocks. It's older. Third rock, third rock third, from the sun. Yeah, third rock from the sun. Yeah, he's in um he's in a lot of movies, man. Yeah, Jeepers. She needs to find this out right now. <laughs> I'm so high. I, I'm googling it right now. <laughs> Fuck. I don't remember this movie at all. Go to the cast. So, cast, cast, cast. All right, hold on. Bear with us, yeah, guys. Yeah, sorry, you're. He's alone. the main guy. Yeah. D- Dairy. Justin Long? Yeah. Okay, I know. Okay, Justin Long. Doesn't not, he looks just like Justin Long. He kind of does. Yeah, he kind of does look like, and also he has a weird red mark on his face. Like birthmark. Yeah, I thought it was a birthmark. But you know what it also looks like? Because it doesn't look like blood. But it also could be like a scar from a hook. I don't think it's a scar though. It looks like a bruise. Yeah. It looks more of like. Does he have it the whole film? Yeah, I think so. It's gotta be a birthmark. Now I don't know if he has it the whole film. Now you got me. (laughs) Uh, so anyway so he this hitchhiker person is a it turns out quickly uh turns out to be a freak show a really um not okay person to be around um he takes a knife yeah he sees that franklin franklin is like cleaning out his nails with a knife it makes me think of the toe knife and it's always sunny um so he takes out his pocket knife and like picks out his nails and the hitchhiker grabs it and like waves it around for a minute and like cuts his own hand hand open and and then gives him the knife back here you go and honestly like if i were okay there's a character named jerry he's driving i would have pulled the fuck over dude jerry's a dumb Fucking they're they're idiot. all really they're all kind of dumb. Jerry's like, the worst, dude. Jerry's the absolute worst, and he looks like he's forty. He he's does. Su- he's supposed to be like twenty years old, and he's he looks really old. He looks like uh, Bob. What's his name? The guy who paints Bob Ross. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a he looks like he kind of does. He looks like a ginger rundown version of <laughs> of Bob Ross with really bad eyesight. Yeah, totally. Um. And then he, oh yeah, and then he takes, so the, the hitchhiker has a, has a, like a camera looped around his neck, and mm-hmm. so he takes it and take, takes a picture of Franklin, mm-hmm. and tries to, money please, yeah, try, tries to sell it to him, for two dollars, I would have bought it, and he's like, it's he's like, two well, this is kind of a bad picture, so no, I'm not gonna buy it, fucking idiot. and, um, and he kind of gets really sad, and they also, uh, decline his offer to, to go to their house for, to go to his house for dinner, yeah, and so he gets really sad. Um, and he, so he, he's lights Franklin's picture on fire. Yeah. In the fucking car. And they're all screaming. Dude, if, if Franklin would have just fucking paid him two goddamn dollars, they would have been alive today. Right. Yeah. Just give him two dollars, dude. Fucking dumb. So he, well, who knows? Maybe he would have taken the two dollars and I know. done all that shit anyway. Dude, pay, uh, paying it forward goes a long way. And and all this whole time, this is a long scene. It's very uncomfortable. They let him stay in that car for, for too, way long. too long. Yeah. And what the fuck? And the whole time, there's this like really happy music playing. Yeah. It's like really poppy music. Because Jerry is driving the fucking vehicle controlling the fucking radio. It makes you feel, it just really makes you feel uncomfortable. Like it's a jarring feeling to have two contrasting moods like that. So, um, so in the chaos, so he lights it on, he lights the picture on fire and in the chaos he takes his own knife and cuts uh, Franklin's arm. Dude, fuck Franklin too. 
Dude, fuck all those characters. Like, I, I mean, Sally's cool. Like, I'll yeah. take... I mean, Sally's fine, Franklin but... annoys the fuck out of me. He is really annoying. He's he's kind of an, an obnoxious I've person. i said the F word a lot of them. Hmm. Just wrecking... Sorry, Wham. Mom. Wham. Uh, so they, um, so then he finally, Jerry finally stops the van and they throw the hitchhiker out. Um, and then he smears his blood on their van. Cause he's marking his he's, territory. Yeah, totally. He's such an animal dude. Uh, and then he blows raspberries at them. Dude, hard. He's like, <laughs> like who the fuck? It's over and funny, over. I, I, I hate it. I kind of found that funny. Oh, um, it's cause you like toony shit. And then, so they, so they're like, fuck, I'm never picking up a hitchhiker again, dude. Like, um, and then Pam, who's like the astrology, he's like, she's like the astrology girl. Saturn's in retrograde. Yeah. She starts reading a very foreboding, like, Zodiac, uh, thing where she's like, you know, uh, there are, there are going to be times when you will wonder if this is real life and, you know, it is, you know, or like, whatever. Basically, she reads that, like, bad things are going to happen to you today. <laughs> Shit. So, okay, now they're at the gas station. Now they're at the gas station. They pull up. There's no gas. Um, and But they do take barbecue with them. Uh, and two... Okay, so the gas station owner tells the kids... You don't want to go up there to that house because they mention like, oh, do you know where this the old Sawyer, or the old uh, Franklin house is? It's blah blah blah, and he's like, oh, you don't want to go up there. Mm-hmm. So to to his mm-hmm. credit, he did tell them like maybe you shouldn't go there, but they don't listen because mm-hmm. this is a horror movie. It's horror, honey, and teenagers don't listen. <laughs> In horror movies, <laughs> they don't heed the warnings. Nah, it's like a uh, kryptonite. Yeah. That makes them want to go even more. Yeah. They're like, fuck you, old timer. They go, okay, boomer. Fuck you, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> seeing the history books, boomer. Yeah. So they get to this really creepy looking house that has basically been taken over by nature. Like, yeah. it's pretty much not even there anymore. It's so but run it's, down. Yeah, dude. Um, oh. Franklin is very upset that he cannot explore... The upstairs, they're literally the other kids are upstairs, like, bat, like jumping around and, and screaming giggling. and laughing and and uh, poor Franklin's down with his little wheelchair and he's blowing raspberries. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, what you, uh, <laughs> I hate. He's a crybaby. If any of you fucking people blow a raspberry at me ever, <laughs> I'll rip your tongue right out of your head. Yeah, I hate it that much. He's that person. He does it in the movie. He's like. So he, if I didn't mention before, he and Sally are, are brother and sister. And at one point he's like, Sally. And she's like, what? Franklin, what now? And he's like, never mind. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, oh, I hate that shit. Yeah. I, uh, you know what I don't like? When people are like, can I ask you something? Like, that's just another question. To another question. Right, right. Like, just ask me what you're going to ask yeah, me, bro. Like, like that gives me the chance to say no. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> Waste of time. Oh my god. Um. So. So yeah, Franklin. So okay, if I didn't, I didn't do a very good job of uh, introducing the cast. So I'm gonna do that now. Um. Sorry, guys. We. We're excited. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> scatterbrained right now. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um. So we have Sally and Franklin. And Jerry, 
And then we have a couple, Pam and Kirk. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they're exploring the house, Pam and Kirk decide they're going to go swimming. Fucking. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, Franklin mentioned that there was like an old swimming hole close by. So they were like, where's this uh, secluded swimming hole you where's were talking about? Where's this hole at? Yeah, we want to go swimming. <laughs> So they go, and the swimming hole is empty. Mm-hmm. It's dried up. Dirt. And they, bef- before they can even, like, decide what to do next, they hear a generator. They hear, like, sa- you know, they hear motor sounds. Motor. Motor. <laughs> Fuck, dude. They hear motor sounds <laughs> in, the, in the bayou, you know? <laughs> so they follow the sound to the, bo- to the, to the generator. <laughs> That's, like, Minnesota, dude. And then they found a generator. <laughs> And there was a building, and in the building was electricity. Stop. And in the building was a man. <laughs> I feel like Carl from Guys. Carl from uh, what's up, Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> so like Carl's like Canadian uncle. <laughs> Guys, we are on some next level excitement here. Uh, we are fucking lit, dude. Lit. We're, we're just so happy to be back with you guys. Yeah, I know. Ah, we have so much to say. So, they're at the swimming hole. It's empty. They're like, fuck, what are we going to do? And then they hear these motor sounds. <laughs> and they Sorry. they see, in the distance, they see a house. And and this, I mean, I will say that, like, I think that I would, I would do this. Um, they decide to ask whoever lives there if they can buy some gas. Because, like, they're out, you know, they're out of gas. They got to, like... So, that seems, like, logical to me. That you would... That you would do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a... Yeah. So, they go. And there's a... Um, they go into the house. They knock on the door. There's no answer. And Kirk finds a fucking tooth. And is so nonchalant about it. Just picks it up, looks at it, and then he goes, Hey, Pam, I got something for you. And she holds out her hand, and he puts the tooth in her hand. And she's like, would do exactly what I would have done. Just flip the fuck out. I would have been so disgusted. And and you would think he would have been, like, at least feeling a little like, Why did this tooth just fall to the ground? Yeah, well, and, like... He picks it up, yeah, like... exactly. Oh, it's a fucking tooth. Okay, I'm gonna scare my girlfriend with it. <laughs> he, he doesn't think twice about it. No. Like, it's weird. Uh, but first, can I just... Okay, I gotta tell everybody, because I can't... I can't hold it back any longer. I have four drinks right now. <laughs> I have a water bottle, a coffee, a tea, and wine. <laughs> I hate myself. I love you. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Season three. Yay. Thank you guys for being with us while we uh, drink black wine from Stella, however you, Aratis or Aratis. Artois? Artois. Isn't that a beer? It is, but they make a, uh, they make a, a bunch of wine. Oh, I and, did not know that. And this is the black version, but it's, it's really dark red wine, but it's really sweet. Nice. It is really sweet. Um, oh, and I also have to say before we go on that when they pass, so Kirk and Pam, um, are at the house, they pass by the generator and it has a Wisconsin label on it, which is, uh, where Ed Gein 
uh, had his little crime spree. And and Ed Gein was is a very like, you know, he's a, a big influence on on this movie. Do so. we know what he did, Ed? Ed Gein, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, so he's not technically a serial killer. He's on, he only killed two people, but he, uh, he would rob graves. He would take bodies from graves and like decorate his house with their skin and bones and. He, they, like, I think they found a couple of heads in the freezer. Like, like they were already, mm-hmm. they were already dead. Um, so, yeah, wonderful, wonderful, great stuff. They took, so, like, they, yeah, they, there are pictures of Ed Gein's house and furniture, and they used some of those photos, like, for inspiration for the furniture in the Sawyer house. Um, That's so terrifying. It's really scary. Um... It's really, it's really disturbing because I've never, because that's, you know, it's such an unheard of, it's such a bizarre thing. It's hard for my head to wrap or, to like wrap around. So right. anyway, so yeah, it's, um, I just thought that was a cool little like nod to, I mean, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but I, I think, think it was. was. Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's very like, it's very obvious. Yeah. It's the, the generator is, is like in the foreground. So you can see it, and it says Wisconsin, and and I think that was a little nod. I think so too. So, so Kirk um, is knocking on the door. No one answers. He he takes the tooth. Oh, and then okay, so he gives the tooth to Pam. She flips out, and she's like, "You jerk," or whatever. And then Kirk just walks right into the house mm-hmm. uh, because he hears some scary ass sounds. To me, what it sounded like, I immediately thought it was maybe a little boar, like a little like pig. a little yeah. That's what I thought, like a little pig yeah. squealing. Yeah. And he's like, then he kind of, he kind of freaks him out a little. So he goes back out because he's, he's yeah. like, hello, like, you right. Know, and there's so someone he, there. You he, know? so then the curiosity, his curiosity gets the best of him. And like, he goes in and starts to head towards this a room. room with a red wall. And there's all of these like animal heads, animal heads all over the wall. So he, it's a very iconic, it's super iconic shot of him walking towards uh, what we would come to learn is like Leatherface's death room, mm-hmm. and he trips and runs smack into Leatherface, and we get a full. He is there. You see his. You see his skin. Damn mask. boy, yeah, dude. That boy thick. <laughs> Damn boy, he thick. <laughs> and he, all you see is him raise his hand up with this like mallet, and mm-hmm. he just clobbers Kirk with this like sickening. Crack. muted crack yeah it oh was it like was and then such a dull ugh. so kirk lays there for like a half a second and then his Shaking. whole body just starts twitching yeah like and so he has to seizure yeah he has to hit kirk again mm-hmm. and then he shoves him into the room and just slams his big metal door shut and that's the end of fucking kirk yep and from this point on guys Shit gets real. Dude, and that scene is so is I think that's the hardest scene for me to watch because it's it just feels so real. Mm-hmm. I mean that crack, you don't forget it. Like no. there are some sounds in horror movies that you never forget, and that's one of them. Well, in the beginning of the and I don't mean to go back to the very beginning, but in the beginning of the movie, you hear what sounds like a like It's a, a camera pic- flash. A, yeah, a camera taking a picture and the flash going zing. Like, and I forgot where that came from yep. until I heard that. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a very, very iconic sound from, and I think every Texas Chainsaw movie uses, uses it. it. Yeah, for sure. Um, not, 
most of them, it's well, most of them are so stupid. I have a lot of feelings about the sequels. Right. Um, we'll we'll get there someday. Uh, so then we get the famous butt shot, which I love. So Pam is like, you know, realizes Kirk's gone. Obviously, you just want to, so, you just want to, bam! You just want to. She and like, where? I'm talking about her booty. Where was she when he was getting clobbered? She was sitting on a like a little bench, okay. like a little so swing. like so like away from the house. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And she's like so. Kirk, yeah. She gets out. up and it's like a low angle. It's right at her butt, and she's like walking towards the house. Anal. Yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets to the door and she's like, Kirk, Kirk. I love your voice, Kirk. And then she hears she hears noises coming from a different room of the house. Mm-hmm. So she goes in. This is really a movie about Leatherface having to deal with these fucking B and E's. Like too many fucking people are coming into my goddamn house. Yeah, and now I got a clean shop. Yeah, and so she you made me do it. She calls for Kirk, and she instead of going straight into uh, the International House of Horrors, she <laughs> goes left into a different room and. Uh, she goes to open some, like, a curtain and she trips and falls mm-hmm. right into what I would call the bird room. It's, like, a room that's covered. You can't see the floor because it's covered in bird feathers. Mm-hmm. There are bird skeletons strung about. There's bone furniture. Human there's a, bones. There's, like, a chicken just in a birdcage. Just hanging chilling. from the ceiling. Like, dangling yeah. from the ceiling. Uh, Poor chicken. It, I, so, I can only imagine that being in that room would just make you cough. Yeah. Would just make you... All the dander. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so... (laughs) So everything that was filmed um, in this house was done during the summer. Mm -hmm. And it got to like 115 degrees in that house. And it was like a nightmarish experience for these actors. Because they would have like 24-hour shooting days. Mm -hmm. And have to be in this house it's so hot it's like cooking the prop meat and like making people sick it was crazy dude this whole because i mean they used real bones i think some of the like human bones were fake but Mm -hmm. all of the animal bones were real Uh. whoa good one (laughs) um so anyway she finds this bird room and and freaks out and she's i mean it's a long shot of her like reacting to this to this room and it's it's really disgusting and she finally panics and leaves um and she runs again right into leatherface just right place right time i guess and she goes to run out the front door and he catches her because he again he is fast as hell Mm -hmm. he's fast he's agile like he's not a, a lumbering slow person He's fast yeah. and he will get you like all of the chase scenes with Sally, the final girl, like he's right on her heels. He's so scary. He runs like a fucking quarterback. Yeah. He. Oh, it's so scary. So he grabs her like it's nothing and um, takes her to his death room and puts her on a meat hook. Just directly. Just, just bop. Yep. Just hangs her by this meat hook. And you don't really see anything. Um, this movie is not gory, really. Uh, but, and then, so she's hung up and and then she looks down and sees Kirk, the body of Kirk, lying on like a slab uh, just across from her. 
and Leatherface takes out his chainsaw, and you know that shit is about to go down. Uh, he directly in front of her. Directly too, in front like, of her, just starts. <gasps> yep. Can you slicing imagine? and dicing? I I can't like. Okay, I got this Apple Watch, and I ha- I all the time I check my BPM. Yeah. Just so I can see how my heart reacts during the day. I have kind of. I'm kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. Like when I'm high or like yeah, if, yeah. if I laugh super hard or if I'm taking a shit, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Um, but, oh, there was a point to this. Oh, if I was hanging from a goddamn hook watching the dude that I'm into get ch- chopped, chopped. Yep. I would probably go into cardiac arrest. Yep. Dude. Yep. So, um, so yeah. So he starts hacking and slashing at Kirk while she watches. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the others start to realize that Kirk and Pam have been gone for a long time, so Jerry decides to go and look for them, and he opts to go alone, which is an interesting choice, but I guess if he wants to be, like, the man and, you know, mm. keep the the woman safe or whatever. So he, he goes and stumbles upon the house, of course. Uh, and this is where we get a really good example of, like, how effective the music is in this movie. Because it's not really... I wouldn't even call it music. It's just, like, it's these droney notes and then the occasional, like, bah! Like, yeah, just dude. percussion. Like, super loud percussion. Terrifying. It's so jarring. Um, <laughs> he goes he goes up to the house. Jerry finds the house. And he... I didn't notice this the first time I watched this, but he... The reason why Jerry goes into the house is because... You know, he is calling for Kirk and Pam and they're not answering. Mm -hmm. He's knocking on the door. No one's answering. He's hollering. He happens to look over on the porch and see the blank Pam's blanket that she took with her to like to the swimming hole. And so he's like, okay, they're here. Mm -hmm. I know that they or at least they were here. Yeah. So like, what the fuck? So he goes in. He's like, and he hears noises, too. Yeah. Which is so weird. Is he luring them in? Every time yeah. they go inside, it's because they hear a, a sound. I think so. Hmm. If I, I don't know. If I heard a fucking sound like that, I'd be walking out the front door. Well, yeah, exactly. So he, he hears sounds and assumes that they're, like, tricking him. Yeah. They're, like, trying to scare him. or something. So he goes, he goes into the house and he's like, come on, guys, stop. Like, this isn't funny. And, uh... He goes down, he, like, instinctively just goes down to to Leatherface's murder room, where we assume he's going to see Pam and Kirk, mm-hmm. but they are not there. Those bodies have been moved. Uh, he finds a big freezer. And he hears something. He, he looks in the freezer first and sees Pam. Mm-hmm. And she is not looking... She's intact, but she's very much frozen at this point. Yeah. But then she jumps up. And, like, gasps mm-hmm. and reaches for him. And then he turns around and there's fucking Leatherface right in his face. Right in his face! <laughs> uh, and he clobbers, he just gets him right in the head. You know, he does, Leatherface, like, kills these teens like, um, like Franklin was describing killing cows. Yes. He doesn't, it, he doesn't just, like, chainsaw these, well, he okay, he chainsaws one person to death. But... <laughs> He clobbers all the rest of them first. He gets them in the head. And, like, and I just thought that was really interesting. Like, there's not really a lot of, um... Context? Uh, there's not a lot of, like, chainsaw oh. stuff un- until, like, they're dead. Yeah. 
and then he'll like chop him up, you know? Um, anyway, so, so yeah, so that's the end of Jerry. He gets hit in the head. He, I think he only has to do it once and he's dead. Uh, and then he like just shoves Pam back in the freezer, which is like really hard to, just that one scene is hard to watch because her body is so lit. Like it just looks like a dead body. Yeah. It's really, huh, I don't like it. Uh, and then we never see her again. Mm-mm. We never see her body again. So I assume that, I assume that they ate her or were going to, like, like maybe that's who they were eating at the dinner Ew, at the end. Yeah. Her and her you boyfriend. Know? Yeah. Her. So, and then, and then I think this, I don't know why, but I think this part is so funny. After that, Leatherface, like, goes into his room and, like, mopes for a minute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking nothing right. Yeah. <laughs> Why are these teenagers breaking into my house? I'm just trying to cook a man. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make a nice dinner and these fucking teenagers keep ruining my plans. Uh, back at the van, Sally and Franklin decide that they're going to go look for their friends now because that worked out so well. Oh my God. Uh, Sally wants to go alone because, let's face it, Franklin's been kind of a douche and they have to get through a lot of thick brush and like forest and she doesn't want to like she doesn't want to have to push him through all that it was me that was scary i'm sorry <laughs> it was scary so they have an argument and ultimately uh they decide to go together mm-hmm. and it's dark by now so they're like wandering through uh thicket just dark ass forest with this little flashlight that's not doing shit um and they come across uh, a light that they see is is a house, but then they uh, run into Leatherface <laughs> because I think uh, you know they've they've been screaming this whole time. They've been screaming for their Help friends, and I man. think I think Leatherface is like another one. Fuck, can another one, another one. They- <laughs> so they run into Leatherface, and it's really cool because it's all dark. And Franklin says, "Oh, I think I heard something," and he flashes his light, and just Leatherface is is in the light, and he slices and dices Franklin, just right then and there, right in the tummy. Slice and dice, slice and dice. Uh, you scream. <laughs> Sally, <laughs> Sally manages to run away, and um, this chase scene, you guys, is absolutely horrific. Um, it's, her hair gets caught in these, like, sharp barbs. She has really long hair, and it all gets caught in this, in the trees, and she, and I mean, Leatherface, again, is right behind her. Like, there is a sense of urgency here. Like, and she doesn't, I don't, I mean, she doesn't trip very often, which makes it even scarier that she's, like, at her peak, and he is still keeping up with her like a goddamn cheetah after a gazelle like yeah, dude. it is a chase from hell it is so scary um she runs straight to the sawyer house of course which leatherface is like nice <laughs> i didn't have to i want i needed to go here anyway so uh she gives herself a little tour of the house uh runs upstairs finds a room with two corpses in there like they're like dressed up yeah like a husband and a wife it's really really gross disturbing um and she runs uh leatherface catches up with her and she is like a badass just without even thinking about it runs through the glass window yeah 
there's a lot of women running through glass windows in <laughs> Texas Chainsaw movies. It's like a thing. Uh, but she she crashes through, lands on like the front porch, and fucking takes off again. Yeah. Uh, and then she, like, she run. I think she runs into the old gas station. I think that was it, or it could have been just like a shed, or something, some kind of building. I couldn't I couldn't tell if it was the gas station. Uh, but she finds the the gas station owner there. Mm-hmm. There and there. <laughs> when I get dry mouth for some reason, I start it's to called sound... cotton mouth, sweetie. <laughs> hey, fuck you. When I get dry mouth, <laughs> shut up. After that smoking oh, yeah. that flower. I'm glad you mentioned that though, because I need to mention that Franklin is the only one with a Texas accent yeah. in this movie. Um. Everybody, or I guess some of the Sawyer family do, but most of them, you know, Sally and Franklin are supposed to be brother and sister, and I don't think Sally has any kind of accent. No. Um, anyway, so she she runs into the gas station owner, and she's pleading for help. You know, someone's after me, blah, blah, blah. So he says, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to take you to the hospital. Let me just pull my truck around. And so he leaves to get his truck and she notices that he's cooking something on his like spit mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it liter- ain't cow. Dude, it looks like a human torso. Yeah. it It's hard to make out, but it's it, not an it, animal. It does look like human skin on there. So she, before she can even react, he pulls, he pulls up with his truck and he gets out with this really creepy smile on his face and a big old potato sack yup a big old human sized sack and a rope and just tells her to cooperate just calm down now this is don't make it harder than it needs to be she (laughs) she grabs a knife and he knocks it out of her hand with a broomstick dude he he's crafty yeah dude and and then he beats her with said broom Mm -hmm. and knocks her out and puts her right in the sack He, he like Ties he up ties her, her up yeah, behind he, her back. Yeah, he ties her up and puts her in the potato sack. Ew, he puts a bloody rag, already bloody, into her mouth. Oh, yeah. And he, then ties her mouth like Yeah. Shit. He takes like a dirty, nasty rag and shoves it in her mouth. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, Disgusting. He puts her in the truck and drives to what we assume is probably to the, the International house. house of Horrors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he's telling, he's like, and, and the whole time he's driving her there, he's like beating her with, with the, the leather shack. Yeah, with the little, <laughs> ew. <laughs> with his broomstick. He's like, everything's gonna be okay. And he's like, hitting Dude, he, her. he's being such a fucking fuck because he's going, it's okay. No, you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, and he's Sorry, hitting her. And he, she's screaming and just crying and he's laughing. It's really. Really disturbing. I just kept thinking, like, is he hitting her in her eye? What part of her head is he hitting her at right now? I will say, like, Sally, from this moment on, literally screams the entire rest of the movie. And good for her. And I don't know how she did that. I like, the, like the actress, mm-hmm. you know? How did she have that strength? How did she, she do it? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God bless her. So, um... Where was I? Oh, yeah. So he they pull up to the house and we see the hitchhiker. Turns out the hitchhiker and this gas station owner are brothers. and Who are brothers to Leatherface. It's all one big creepy cannibal family. Brother puddle. Brother puddle, yeah. 
In this one, okay, so in every Texas Chainsaw, it, the family is different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are, like, grandmas, and sometimes there's aunts and uncles and whatever. In this one, it's three brothers and their grandpa. Mm-hmm. Or they just call him grandpa. I don't know if, like, like how. He must be their great, 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 great. He's, like, 100 years old. He's It's so disgusting. Much. He's like a corpse. We'll get there. He looks um, like a ball sack, dude. It's really gross. So they get to the house and he starts, he actually gets out of the truck and starts beating the hitchhiker with his same broomstick for desecrating the graves. He's like, I told you to stay away from that graveyard. So we learn that, of course, uh, this family is the one that's, or this person uh, was digging up graves. He, um, he takes Sally out of the truck and is beating her the whole time. And that's really fun to watch. So when they reach the house, oh shit, I already said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. and then, so earlier in the movie, while Leatherface was chasing Sally, he like, Sally locked the front door. So he just chainsawed his way in and like broke open the door and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when, um, he's called the cook, the gas station owner, he's called the cook. When he comes in, he notices that the door (laughs) is all fucked up. So he starts beating Leatherface. (laughs) Look what your brother did to the door. (laughs) It's so insane. You guys, from this moment, it's like the last 15 minutes. And this is like the fucking family hits the fan, dude. (laughs) Um, we start, this is where we start this insane dinner scene. Um, I always think of it as like an inverted mad tea party. Um, just <laughs> this person who's stuck in this mad, crazy fucking tea party and like can't handle it. They bring down grandpa, who is, I think they said 124. Yeah. I think they said that. Um, they hold Sally at knife point. Cut and her they finger. cut, yeah, they cut her finger open and they make, they like have grandpa suck on her finger, on her finger. which I'm like, what is he like getting life from this? Is I he don't, a vampire? I don't know. I don't know. And it makes me really uncomfortable. He loves it. He starts kicking his little feet in his oh, hands. Oh yeah. He starts like dancing like in dancing. his seat. Oh, it's in so his wheelchair. gross. It it's, is. And the, okay. So fun fact, uh, the actor that played grandpa was 19 years old. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> In this episode of Jackass, <laughs> we're gonna make this old man suck on this girl's finger and then we're gonna kill her. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> basically. So he he sucks on her finger for a little bit, and I think she like just passes out from fear. Um which holy shit. Have you ever passed out from fear? No, I haven't. Me neither. That terrifies me. Yeah, it is. She wait. So the next time we see her, they've strapped her to a chair that is made out of human hands. <laughs> yeah, she. Her arms are strapped to arms. Like, ar- okay. So they made. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on, guys. <laughs> they made armrests out of human arms, and they strapped her to that. And it's really, really gross. Um, Jeez. She pleads, and they're all, at the, so she's at the head of the table, and they're all around the table, and they're kind of staring at her and, you know, being <laughs> weird. So Sally is pleading with them, you know, please let her go. You don't have to do this. Um, and they just laugh at her. They mock her. 
Um, it's really, I hate, this is so, it's like, uh, it's torture for me seeing. I love it. I'm you know, just it's, it's like, you know, there's no way out. You know, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Like these people, you cannot appeal to their better nature because they don't have one. Right. They, they think know. that what they're doing is fun. It's like what they want to do, you know? So like, you cannot dissuade them. Uh, Dude, your stomach is going. I know. My, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. So. Oh, I'll feed you. Uh, <laughs> So then they try, they're, like, having a discussion about who's going to kill her. And they, they all decide that... that Grandpa yeah, should do it! Grandpa's time! <laughs> Grandpa's the best killer there is! Like, <laughs> Grandpa's never let us down! <laughs> yeah. So they, they decide that Grandpa's gonna be the one to kill um, Sally. And so they take a bucket, and they lower her head into the bucket, and they try to make Grandpa smack her in the head with, like, a sledgehammer. And, and he's dropping it and over he's, and over again. Yeah, he's basically a corpse, mm-hmm. so he can't, like, actually do it. So, like, it's a weirdly um, childish scene mm-hmm. watching Leatherface, like, try to help old Grandpa. And, and like, the, they're cheering him on, like, yeah, go, Grandpa. <laughs> like, you you got it, you know. Um, he gets one good whack. And takes with, a chunk out of her head, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and then she... Uh, is able to, she's able to luckily thrash and free herself. Yeah, thrash away. Um, and she manages to break through to the front door and run away. Mm-hmm. So now we have, um, now we have the hitchhiker and Leatherface going after her. And the, even the hitchhiker is right fucking behind her yeah, like dude. these chase scenes are no joke you guys you really feel like <laughs> yeah. like hurry up you know he's going to get you yeah and she manages to outrun them enough to get to a road and they run right into a truck a semi truck like a semi yeah and the hitchhiker gets straight up run over and you see everything you mm-hmm. see him get run over yeah by the semi truck it's this dummy just being desecrated by this Thrash, semi truck like it's so scary it's so crazy uh, so he is instantly, like, out of the equation. <laughs> um, so then we have, all we have is Leatherface behind her. And she runs to, I think, a different, she gets to a different road, or at least a different part of the road, and flags down a, a truck. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, leaps into that, the bed of that truck and smacks the car, like, go, go, go! And the driver goes, takes off, and she fucking gets away, dude. Fucking Sally, badass. Sally, Sally, Sally. Sally. (laughs) We don't ever plan this shit. Guys, this is so crazy. Welcome to season three. Season three. Season three. Season three. (laughs) Um... And she is, like, maniacally laughing the whole time. That whole laugh. And Dude. wouldn't you, like, yeah. wouldn't you just be like, ah! Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then we're left with uh, Leatherface doing his chainsaw dance. Dude, at the end, when we, <laughs> when we fucking finished watching this part, Sheridan and I are going, <laughs> When I was a young boy, my father took me. Dude, it was so fucking perfect. So funny. He um, just looks so happy, like, just dancing in the sunset. So the, these are things... This is one thing that bothers me about the ending, and I hope it bothers other people, too. The truck driver just, like, Where the fuck did he <laughs> Like, he literally just 
runs off screen and you never see him again. Like, I'm assu- I'm assuming that he was eventually caught mm-hmm. by Leatherface. Yeah. But th- he is not resolved. Like, you see him out of the corner of your eye in the screen, like, going off screen and then that's it. Like... <laughs> Because the, the, the semi truck stops. Yeah. He he hits the hitchhiker and stops and gets out and you know and then he just where'd he go? <laughs> Fucking weird. Anyway, yeah, um <laughs> that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's one of the best and most frightening horror movies of all time. Very cinematically beautiful. It is so beautiful, you guys. The cinematography in this is... And it's crazy because I looked up the cinematographer and he basically has not really done anything else. That's insane. Which is a real shame because yeah. the Texas Chainsaw was... I mean, in all, in all of its ugliness and, and, and um, uh, kind of just icky feeling that I get from it, it's a beautiful... It looks beautiful. It's right. be- it's it's um it's a masterpiece. It's mm-hmm. it's an art, it's an art house film more than a horror film. I would even say like it's it's very much art. Mm-hmm. And there's again there's so much going on in this movie that yeah. is so far beyond just the typical slasher. It's it's very um it's a lot of in- it's a lot of uh, commentary in a very easy to digest plot. Right. Um, this movie has been seen for, you know, an allegory for Vietnam mm-hmm. and Watergate and just seeing the seeing the ugliness of America and wanting to expose that, like expose this kind of underbelly of the the quote American dream. Yeah. Um, and I really I, I love it because it, it really has an inverted look on family, mm-hmm. which I think is becoming more popular with Ari Aster's films, like Hereditary and, and Midsummer. Like, they're all about family and these twisted ideas that we have about family and, like, who like who are our family? Can we trust them? Like, mm-hmm. are we... Do our families really lead us down the right path? You know? So it's very... It's very interesting to see that dynamic and, you know, but also enjoy, like, a bloody horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen this movie in a while do yeah please it's on netflix guys this movie yeah this movie's on netflix um it's surprisingly scary yeah it scared the shit out of me so scary because people dude i'll always go back that's 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 what i'm saying like i was talking to chelsea and i were talking before we recorded and i was saying like oh i you know i think that texas chainsaw is scarier than the exorcist for me because it's it's like people. It's realistic. And, and you know, um, it's more uh, material. Yeah. You know? But anyway, so yeah, that's it. Um, that's all I got, guys. I am so happy to be back, back, same, back, same, back, same. back. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boom, we have boom, some boom. really awesome movies lined up for you guys. Mm-hmm. We're not giving anything away. Nope. But, um, but you, you know, you'll listen. You will. Because you fucking love us. And we fucking love you. We fucking love you. If you're <laughs> listening on iTunes, please, 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 please subscribe and like and rate and review. <laughs> we would really, really appreciate it. Um, I would love to get to 20 reviews by the end of 2019. Yeah. And we're um, at 13 right yeah, now. Yeah. So I, and like, that's really fucking awesome. It's and like, amazing. we've had 13 five star reviews. And I'm amazed. That's like thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, like that's a, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm to all of our new followers. I'm so glad to 
uh, that you decided to listen. Happy to uh, meet you. Yeah, happy, happy to meet you. Um, <laughs> we are Sheridan and Chelsea. <laughs> um, if you want to follow Flick Chicks uh, on Instagram, you can do at uh, Flick Chicks Official. Um, we're on Facebook too. And uh, if you want to follow me, I'm sh- I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> You messed that all up. <laughs> what? Why did I sound like Borat? Yes, yes, Christ. Um, I'm Chelsea. I'm very fucked. I'm fucked up. Uh, you can follow me at lunar underscore waifu. I'm almost said at gmail.com. <laughs> Guys, it's gonna be a season. Holy shit. Um, my name is Sheridan. Um, you can follow me at your Goliath Pal on Instagram. That's um, where I do a lot of my posting. You can also find us on the Slasher app. If you don't have the Slasher app, get on it. Um, get down on it. If you, I love that song. Get down. Uh, on if you are a horror fan, you would love that app. It's super great. Download it. Um, follow us. It's just a community of, of horror lovers like us, mm-hmm. and they're really fucking supportive and really yes. great. It's like one of the best online communities I've ever met. So I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess until next week, this has been Flick Chicks. I'm Sheridan. And I'm Chelsea. <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> <laughs>